the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. Hi, folks. Hey, welcome to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. That's Audrey. We want to thank Southwest Point of Sale for sponsoring this hour. If you have a small business with a cashier issue, can't get can't get good cashiers, do like the big the big guys do and go self checkout. All you need to do is give them a call at one eight hundred five four zero two one four nine. They'll come out to your facility, take a look, and if their system fits, you're in the gold. You get seven day a week, twenty four hour day service. You can't ask for anything better than that. Southwest Point of Sale, they're part of the National Cash Register organization. They've been doing this for over 20 years. 800-540-2149. Give them a call. Also, you hear an echo chamber in this? I think that's Ed. Ed, stop breathing. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on a second. We got one more commercial, and then we're going to let you... Uh, Go back to breathing. Alpha Site Logistics, serving Imperial Valley for over 20 years. They offer portable toilets, hand wash stations, hand wash trailers, uh, shade trailers, dumpsters, and a whole lot more. If you're doing an event out in out in the desert area, you need to call them at 760-352-8383, 760-352-8383. Thank them for being on SDORC Dirt Radio, and you can find them on Facebook at Alpha Logistics. So, Audrey, would you? I guess there was a birthday party this weekend out in the desert. Yeah, we were. Um, Ed's on his way home from it right now. We uh, went out to Barstow yesterday to Slash X Ranch to celebrate Corva, California Off Road Vehicle Association's fiftieth cool. birthday bash. Wow! How old is this DORC? Um, you know, I think we started in the mid to late seventies, but we became um, official, official, official in like ninety one. Okay. I think. Um, so we are thirty, yeah, years, 30 old, years old. I think. Yeah, yeah, we're thirty. So, and and this event was to bring awareness to Corva and raise money for the cause. Yes, and celebrate Ed Waldheim. Ed Waldheim is a, a legend when it comes to off-road advocacy um, and keeping deserts and trails open. Um, Ed uh, founded several organizations um, across the state of California that are dedicated to 
literally nothing but land use and um and you know no closed roads was his number one you know he wanted access no matter what no matter what was going on um in the area uh last night there were several stories talked about um him creating friends of Jawbone, friends of El Mirage, um, friends of Oceano Dunes. He's founding members of each of those uh, organizations. Um, and and basically, throughout the years, you know, 30 years ago when he stepped up and started and started the fight for Jawbone and started the fight for El Mirage. And here it is 30, you know, almost 40 years later. And we are literally still fighting the, the same, same fight same for fight. the same trails as, as Ed Waldheim had started years ago. Wow. Um, Our adversary, they don't give up. No. They are very determined in making you stay in your house on a postage stamp of property and not have any toys, but just stay in your house and be obedient. And you can see that with the pandemic and what sure. happened with the pandemic. That was and the best thing that ever happened to them. They loved it. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. And yet here we are going stir crazy and some of us still can't get out of our homes and That's, still can't yeah, leave. Right. And, you know, it's it, some people's mentality now, it, they're scared to go out into the world and address people and speak sure. to people. And, and yet, you know, and, and my side of things, it's like I, I never stopped. No, you know? no, we, I didn't we kept going out to the desert because what's going to get me in the desert, you know? Yeah, yeah that's <clears throat> exactly. So, Ed, what are you doing? Hey, I just pulled off the freeway so we could talk. Thought I heard it a was crash. a little bit quiet. Yeah, it was it was cold out there, but it was nice. You know, breezy, uh, cold night, warm day. Uh, I went riding with uh, Vinny uh, in the area. I brought my uh, FC four fifty. And it, uh, Stoddard Wells is right on the edge of Slash X Cafe. So you can leave from the parking lot of Slash X and ride out into the desert. And Stoddard Wells is a Bureau of Land Management open area. So they have competitions out there and, and recreational use. And there's trails. And you know what I thought was interesting is that we were out there riding around, and there's not a lot of off-trail activity. I was kind of surprised. You, you go to other open areas, and there's tire tracks all over the place, hmm. but people seem to stay on the trails there. Well, and you know, maybe that's not a bad idea. I mean, cause that way there's no negative light shined upon the off-road community. Oh, oh sure. And what's weird is that there's only one type of plant that we saw, just creosote, just a bush every six or 10 feet. Um, didn't see much else. I think I saw one cactus the whole time, hmm. but there's not a lot of variety out there. Right. And you know this place that we stayed at, or and we had our deal at slash X. What a neat location out in the desert! It just feels like the old west uh, with an off-road theme. They have mm-hmm. some old dirt bikes there. You can get a, a steak dinner, uh, and they have a bar, and all the wood is kind of old looking. And it, it's just a neat place. Uh, the, the staff there are, are pretty friendly. They're they're open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I believe. Slash X. Yeah, it's a destination spot. Like that's all District Thirty Seven. It's all the Mojave Preserve Desert. With a little bit more of an an inviting name, other than Slash X. It is an inviting name. It's a good. It's a good. That is, if you're one of those kinds of people. Are you one of those kinds of people? I guess I am. I guess you are. <laughs> I love it. I love the rustic country um, atmosphere there. Well, they've got I, a big backyard patio. They've got live music and they bands. Called a tombstone. They've got uh, 
Uh, and then not... behind the the patio, they have a stage and a and a bunch of hay bales set up, like yeah, uh, their amphitheater. Bleachers. Mm-hmm. And and you can have uh, events there. You can have a wedding, or you could have a, a party, or or like what we did w- w- with our celebration. We had speakers go up. We had a slideshow. Yeah, and, and people talked about their experiences with um, Ed Waldheim and with Early Corva. I take it he passed right. away. He died about a year and a half ago. Okay. Yeah, prostate cancer. Eighty-one years uh, old. Eighty-one years old. Yeah. Yeah. His. His widow was there, and his two sons were also there. Good. It was Ed's. Uh, Ed's family was there, so that it was really nice. It was kind of a gathering of the tribes of of the Corva people. Sure. I saw some people I hadn't seen in years and years, and um, everybody was very nice. And it, it was just, you know, we haven't really gotten together uh, since the pandemic, nope. so it's nice to see all these faces. Right. You know, people we work with on email and on mm-hmm. phone calls. Right, but we haven't seen each other for years, so which is yeah, that was really special. It was really awesome because I haven't met a lot of those people as well, like in person. You've only um, done it. By, I've only done it by phone calls or emails or Zoom meetings, um, you know, and I haven't actually so met Audrey, them in person. But we had all walks of California there. Wow, people from Northern California came down. Central, so, um, Audrey, yeah, you. Uh, I, I sat by the campfire with uh, Diana Mead. She said that you introduced yourself to her. She was the shorter lady with that the colorful hat thing. With the, do you, do you remember? Yeah. She, she went up and spoke. Well, did you know that she um, ran a checkpoint for us our first time at um, by Superstition, and she came up with the idea of doing a charades for the checkpoint game, and they won the best checkpoint. Diana was there, too, because I thought that was only Amy. Well, Amy and Diana together drove. Oh, I didn't realize Diana was there, too. Well, see, that's why he's filling you. It was one of the best. They won best checkpoint for that year. They came up with charades, and everybody who went through their checkpoint, and we're talking a couple hundred people going through the checkpoints. Um, I think that year we had 500 and and like 15 registrations or something like that. They love and 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 that's just per poker hand. You have other people, passengers in the cars and stuff. So there's, you know, 1,500, 2,000, 2,500 people out there, depending on. And... um, they had their charades because they created a bunch of cards and then you would have to, you were given a card yeah. and you had to act it out. Act it out. And they had people coming back around and sitting at their checkpoint for hours just to watch everybody go through their no, checkpoint. Yeah. Like it was <laughs> hilarious. Some of the videos out of there, you get full you men in full riding gear out, you know, doing the chicken and the rooster <laughs> and, you know, it was hilarious. One of the best checkpoints. She, had, she said she had these old white guys. Uh, imitating Michael Jackson. Oh, my God. Um, All right. Hey, hold hold on a second. We're going to take a quick break. Why? Because this is S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment brought to you by Wayne Miller Tire. And nobody knows about Wayne Miller than Audrey. (laughs) I know. I go there so often. Wayne Miller Mobile Tire out in Santee. Uh, He's here for any of your automotive needs. You need an alignment. You need your brakes checked. You need some work done on your car. Or you're stuck on the side of the road. You need to come out and rescue you. Wayne Miller Mobile Tire out in Santee. Give them a call at 619-596-2800. All 
All right. So you guys were out in uh, the desert with Corva celebrating their 50th birthday. And by the way, folks, we recommend you join all of the clubs that you can, Corva, S-T-O-R-C, four-wheeler, anything and all that, that works to keep the deserts open. Because it's not really about you. It's about your kids and your grandkids and your grandkids. Because if you could just imagine the government saying, no, you cannot go out in the desert. Or no, you can't go to the beach. Yeah. Or no, you can't go in the woods. Or no, you can't go in the snow. You think that sounds ridiculous? Well, it isn't. How many years have you guys been fighting to keep all this open? You know, one of the stories last night that was spoken about from Ed Waldheim that I absolutely love was he was sitting with the commissioners, and instead of being that, um, you know, political bipartisan person, you know, he didn't take it like that at all. He took it as this is off-roading, this is our money, this is what it's going to be used for. And they came in, and there was some resources and some endangered bush that they wanted to protect in a location and, and um, you know— probably a bird or a, a bug of some right. sort, you know, mm. and he came in and he's like, well, you know, they wanted to use our funds to do certain things to protect it. And he's like, well, no, that's not what we're going to do. You can do this, but you're not going to use our funds for that. Our funds are not used for that. Our funds are written like this and they're used like this. And, and instead of saying, well, this could possibly be a solution, he would put his foot down and he would go no you, you cannot a, and, you and cannot it's up to do you it. to come up it's, with a solution and no he would give him a solution oh. and and he would provide the solution he would say this is what you're going to do instead and and he would demand it and he would follow through on it yeah. and right now i feel like we have a lot of land use and a lot of our land use feels like because of the the political environment that we're in right now that, that we have to be that bipartisan and we and we yeah, have who, to bend who do to we the have wheel in his place who and do we, we ha- who do we have that's that outspoken and, and that forceful who's in his place now mike mcgarrity jared mcleod okay. you know we got the younger generations let's coming put a fire in under, let's and put a fire under that guy you've got stoven. you've got ed stoven but, well, ed but stoven, he's not lit up enough he, he's not lit up enough he doesn't put Dude, his foot down we, he doesn't demand I know. He, we ought to kick his butt <laughs> i know or charge um, him when he's a wuss listening to some of the stories last night ed's great he he's amazing at providing that feedback by the way are you taking notes ed are you taking Uh, yeah my hand is writing furiously okay because this this is personal awareness on audrey and dave (laughs) (laughs) make sure you capitalize it and do not spell my name wrong (laughs) no you know what ed I, i think if you didn't have a job i think you you would be a little bit more involved because i and i'm doing oh this i'm doing this in your defense i mean you have a full so does audrey really and i mean the the, the amount of hours you guys combine with work and 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 trying to keep the deserts open and the oceans and all that i mean nobody's supposed to work that long and that hard no you know what i'm saying yeah so i i, I give you a well, hard time ed but you know hopefully when you retire next thursday that you'll put 110% into this and, and well, walk yeah. in that guy's footsteps. Ed has every opportunity coming up because, you know, we've been, yeah, talk- he's getting on we've boards. been talking about he's it for all- uh, a while now. Yeah. But um, Oceana Dunes and what's happening at Oceana Dunes, you know, we've they been talking want, about Oceana Dunes want, for two years now here on won, radio. They just want another lawsuit. 
Um, yes, Friends of Oceana Dunes just won another lawsuit towards their um, Rule 1001 right. and what they were supposed to do with that. Um, and the dust and mitigation. they got their they And got guess what? Their law- guess what? They it got- was about the dust mitigation. Right. Right. So it's the testing stations that are up there and what's going on with that. Right. Well, you know what happened? Guess where those testing stations are being relocated to? Well, they're to? coming to Ocotillo Wells. They're coming to Ocotillo Wells. We've because been saying it for three not, years. We've okay, been saying it. They're, they're not. Okay, now it's Ed's turn. Mm-mm. Ed needs to get on the big bike. Well, that's what I said. Ed's, it's about time where Ed's going to have his, his true, yeah. you know, Ed and I are going to have a lot to work ahead of us and to step up. And, and Ed. Do, and I see a lawsuit within six months yeah. to a year because um, uh, Boney. Boney's, I only just, just heard this this weekend. Um, so I'm going to, I'm, I'm friends with the uh, superintendent of the park. I'm going to give him a call this week and, and see if I can figure out what, um, what's really going on. Well, and the you, superintendent if, of the park is retiring. And we're getting a new one in. And the ranger of the park is transferring out. And they're not replacing the ranger. They they had hired, They had a meeting two weeks ago, the week before the Lost Lizard. And all of their new hires were for natural resources and resource protection mm-hmm. and um, biologists. They did not hire maintenance or any ranger staff. That is key. If you don't have maintenance and you don't have rangers to operate and run the actual state vehicular park, how is it going to run? But Anza Borrego has a bunch of staff on, and they have rangers over there, and they have you know way more than Ocotillo Wells does. Mm-hmm. So I can see as this is heading, well, it's it, we're they're going to try. We won the general plan. The general plan three years ago started five years ago. They wanted to make it trails only. Mm-hmm. They wanted to shut down Ocotillo Wells and only have the big washes open where they actually have street signs and stuff and make it trails only. So you mm-hmm. had to stay on those trails and you could not travel across the open desert. And I can see right now the plan for that that got failed because we won our our position of it and we kept it open desert. We called it the open desert initiative. Um, and... Uh, now, since that portion of it failed, but Oceana Dunes has succeeded right now, even mm. though they just won their next lawsuit, the California Coastal Commission still feels that they have the authority and that they're going to follow appeal. through. And they'll it's going to, yeah, and, and they're going to get it closed completely to, to vehicles. But maybe not. And maybe not. Hopefully not. I mean, you probably didn't think they would win this last one or the one before that. You know, because, but to see the the, the problem today is, the communities are more engaged than they were five, ten years ago. Yep. Maybe social media has something to do with it, possibly. But now more and more people are realizing that the government is doing things that they should not be doing. Mm-hmm. And they're voicing their opinions, whether in the ballot box or, you know. Yeah. And hopefully we get more people to, vo- to step up and voice their opinions, right. write the emails, make the comments right. that are going to be needed. Because I can guarantee you in this next year, what what happened at Oceano Dunes, it's it's coming to Ocotillo sure it Wells. It's kind yeah. you know, they have the, Ed, Ed's been talking geothermal um, uh, uh, testing going on out there, the drilling, the geothermal drilling for like 10 years. Ed's right. been talking the geothermal plants down there and, and the, ther- the drilling for that. And we've been talking about how that, how that that's not really geothermal because that's been disproven. The right. water doesn't get hot enough around there for them to right. do what they want to do with the hydro plant oh, and, and create that's the, why the energy that they want. Water. It's not enough water. It's not enough hot water to create the energy that they want and right. to, for that geothermal, right? But 
it gets them deep enough to the lithium that they need to mine the lithium that they need. Mm. So the geothermal is just a cover for the actual lithium. Well, just this last week, there was a news article that came out of Salton City. They have um, one of the big geothermal um, drills is going right next to the Salton City. And in there, it talked about how it's literally a lithium mine and it will be a lithium mine in this. And so that, to me, that's like, are we going to lose all of that now? Are all of those testing sites and facilities going, is it going to open up more now because for the lithium? That That's really scary to me because we can use, we could lose a lot of Akatia wells to that. Right. And, and so that it's a big behind the scenes game. But will of, they allow, will the government allow us to, to, to allow them to drill a hole for lithium? I mean, they don't drill holes for oil. They don't drill holles. They don't want anybody drilling holes for anything. That's why it's geothermal. That's why it's the cover. That's I, why. That's why I, they say over here go. we're going to do this, but this is really what's going on over mm-hmm. here. There's such a strong push for an electric society that um, they'll bend over backwards to get lithium, make lithium-ion batteries. Yeah, that's what I believe. Well, in a way, I mean, who builds all the batteries for all the electric cars? China. Why? Because they have the vast amount of lithium. Why do you think they want Afghanistan? That's where lithium is. I mean, it's just thick as a brick over there. So, yeah, they want to keep that, that supremacy in electric batteries. And I'm, I hate to say it, I'm just going to be surprised if the Biden administration allows that to happen because they want China to be in charge. They want China to control the batteries. I mean, he keeps saying that he doesn't, but his actions speak louder than words. Yeah, so true. Yeah. So... Yeah, but you know, like I said, it's, it was a like I said. I'm glad you guys had a good time. Was there any wind out there? Because it's been windy as heck over here this morning. Mm, driving really. home, uh, coming down through like um, Glen Helen. We had just hit Glen Helen this morning, and it was yeehaw blow, blowing us all off the freeway. It was yeah. you know you were driving next to the semi, and the semi is swerving and, and <laughs> looks like it's going to flip over. Uh, it was crazy this morning. Definitely forty mile an hour winds. Ouch. Um, but I'm very thankful my husband was there and. Um, driving and I got to sleep. And, most and you're of the way done home. driving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're done driving. It's been been a couple of weeks. I haven't had to drive. I've been very blessed. And you haven't My wanted to. Driven. You haven't wanted to drive. No, no, I haven't wanted to. Drive. I, think I haven't the, had the energy. Or I think the, the strength. Re, I think or, the rebel took it out of a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, I've got another team that reached out to me. They could, they could, I can't think of the, I can't, I knew you were going to probably ask me their names, but they, of course, know who you made. You guys made a serious. Rachel uh, Rittenhauer? No, I don't think it was Rachel, but it was a, uh, I'll, I'll send you the email. Okay. But they haven't been able to, plus they're exhausted. Yeah. I yeah. think it took the wind out of everybody's sails. Yeah. Um, no matter what shape I ran, I told you I okay. ran into Emmy. Yeah, Emmy Hall. Hall. Mm-hmm. And she still wasn't a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So it's. Well, I know, as soon as you feel better, we got to start looking for a sponsorship for next year. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, right. We got to talk. It hasn't been long enough for her to say. Yeah, they I just think we sold do. out the Rebel twenty twenty two. So oh, if you're not registered right now, it, you're, you're, it just sold out this week. Oh, so you're not, off the hook. Yeah, not even one month later. So unless one of the manufacturers got a spot and they need a driver. Then yeah, it's yeah we're we're already off because they're they're hundred percent sold out right now. Wow, yeah, Isn't that wow. Crazy? I didn't know they had a, a a limit. Yeah, they do. They limited. Well, you almost didn't get in la- la- this year, didn't you? I mean, yeah, was- last year. No, we were we registered. Um, we were good. We because we registered on New Year's. Oh, okay. New All Year's right. Eve. 
All right, we're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, if you need a magazine or an online site to keep you up to date on what's going out in the desert and around, you need to go to San Diego Off-Road Magazine, SSORM.com. Steve and Sherry have been doing this for more years than we care to admit, and they are your one-stop shop when it comes to off-road news. Whether you're looking to buy a buggy or a bike or sell one or find out what's open, what's closed, what events are coming up, or what radio station happens to promote dirt and all of the above? Well, that would be San Diego Off-Road Magazine. Go to SSORM.com. And if you send them an email, thank them for supporting our show. And you can always see our ad and well as, as uh, Ed Stoven does articles in there to keep you up from the legal aspect of trying to fight the fight. All right, we got Audrey and in the house, Ed in his van, and he's working his way back to San Diego. Uh, we've had. Uh, d- did you want to speak on uh, the latest uh, winning of uh, Oceana Dunes court case? So what we um, what what happened out there was a procedural via, uh, victory. It, it wasn't a substantial one. Like you know, we have a. There's two main lawsuits running to try to keep the place open. Um, they had a lawsuit where the a Freedom of Information Act request was not properly honored, and uh, so they won a few thousand dollars. Um, this last one, again, it was kind of procedural. They, 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 the state didn't do their work the correct way, and so they got their hands banked. And it cost them a few thousand dollars, but it, it doesn't really change the, the path of the park right now. Actually, it cost you and I a few thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, indirectly, of course it does. Yeah. And, it, you know, Joel Anderson would say, anytime the government gives out a dollar over here, it takes a dollar from over there. That's right. And so, absolutely, that, that we pay for every, everything the government does. The, the $1.8 trillion. Oh, yeah. Going by me. Um, yeah, the, from the Build Back Better, we're all going to have to pay for that. If not today in the coming years and decades. And so, yeah, we, we pay. We, we, we definitely will pay. Yeah. So they've won this- some small lawsuits. Um, it's fun. It lets everybody know that they care and that they're watching and they got to do things just right or they're going to get called out. Yeah, so this um, one was for the Air Pollution Control District. Um, and this was them, um, the, uh, it says, this is from Jim Sudi that he posted online for Friends of Oceana Dunes wins another court victory. Yesterday, the San Luis Obispo County Superior Court ordered the San Luis Obispo County Air Pollution Control District or the APCD, as we refer to it, to pay Friends of Oceano Dunes $118,000 in attorney fees and $3,241 for costs incurred by Friends in a successful lawsuit voiding a dust control agreement between the Air District and the California Department of Parks and Recreations. 
The agreement states it is the method for implementing Rule 1001, an air district regulation that imposed dust control requirements on state parks operation of Oceana Dunes State Vehicular Recreation Area. But the agreement did more than implement Rule 1001. It also tried to change it. So this is uh, the court ruled that the agreement is void and against public policy because it effectively changed rules one, Rule 1001's performance standard by making it tougher on state parks without subjecting the change to a public hearing without public notice as required by the state's air quality statutes. Instead, the Air District Board adopted the agreement in closed session out of view of the public and without public input. The court also ruled that the Air District staff didn't have the authority to change the mechanism for determining compliance deadlines for Rule 1001's requirements. That, too, must be presented to the full board of directors of the Air District. The ruling throws into question certain aspects of dust control at Oceano Dunes and allows the public to ask the Air District to reimburse the state of California for monies expended under the void agreement. <clears throat> so, uh, and to me, that was a... An, I know you say a small win, but I feel that it's a big win. Any win is a win. They can take this. This is one of the ones that was used for reducing the amount of entries. So in 2019, part of the Rule 1001, um, right before COVID and everything, they shut down. We went from 1,000 camping permits to 450 camping permits, and they shut it down, um, a large portion of it. And, And that was... Uh, and in part due to Rule 1001 and the dust mitigation, saying that the amount of vehicles that was out on the beach is what was causing the dust to kick up and blow over and, you know, all uh, causing all these particles in the air and everything. So to me, even though it's small, it can be used in the other lawsuits. And, and it's a huge because, you know, every every chance that we get proven right in court is something that we can use. Um, you know, uh, in in the other court cases that we have pending against them, yeah. and well, then, those cases are already filed. Like they're they're not getting adjusted now, and, and there's going to be a, a ruling, I believe, on January fifth. The judge announced, so we'll we, we just have to sit tight and let them let the judge go through all that information and then see what happens. But this lawsuit, it 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 points out that the air pollution people made mistakes. Well, they could go back and fix the mistakes and. and redo the process and then do it correctly so it's not like they just got slapped down mm. they you know what i mean they they can still yes and, and no. they, they may not care that much because if they really want it closed they'll just wait and see how these how everything plays out because if if uh friends of oceana dunes doesn't win the lawsuits um the administrative action is going to continue yeah, that's why we got to jump ahead of it and get it in legislation. Um, you know, one of the things that was talked about last night with uh, Ed Waldheim and the tribute to Ed Waldheim was Stoddard Wells. Um, apparently, Ed Waldheim had worked worked on Stoddard Wells and gotten that written in by Congress and legislation. And so, you know, we need to get the same thing. I mean, Oceano Dunes was originally written in legislation from Congress, and but you know, the fact that it's up in, in the battle, no, the we need to have park. it changed. Or yeah, and and, and state park. Um, but it's, it's, a uh, back up in battle now. So now we need to have it changed and written in, you know, to our state legislation that it's there for us to have equal access this is a small, you know, the small amount of, of beach areas where we can legally go down and throw our, our, 
sleeping bag on the beach. No other place in the state of California is that legal on a public beach to put your sleeping bag down. You will get a ticket and you will get fined and you could potentially get arrested depending on the situation for sleeping on the beach. Um, you know, everywhere else that's a state beach is a man-made thing that's up above and you're, you know, look at San Alejo, look at any of the other ones. It's a, it's a man-made camping area that you can go to that you have a, you know, a built pull-in slot for you to camp at. Audrey, did you see the map from the 1980s next to the map, the current map of how much land was open at Oceana Dunes? Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the early one, it was vastly larger, the areas we could drive and camp. I mean, vastly, like like five times bigger. And uh, it's just a heartbreak to see what they're doing. And I, I wish Friends of Oceana Dunes the best, and I hope they can prevail. Um there's anything we can do, we'll, we will step in and help. Well, we need to schedule him to come back down to San Diego, and you guys bring some off-road vehicles to TV, and let's give him another shot in the arm. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally down. Yeah, it's, it's really devastating to see, you know, um, the acreage in open in riding below ni- before 1982 on this map was over 15,000 acres before 1982. And then in 1982... Um, it was reduced to 1,500 acres for camping and OHV. And then fast forward to 2021, and we closed another 1,000 acres. So it's roughly at 500 acres of what's open right now. And like, there's that's so sad. You get they they want a thousand people out there riding in 500 acres. That's accidents waiting to happen mm-hmm. that's you're you're on top of each other there's nowhere for you to explore there that's you know that's very sad um and devastating to me for for what it is now. it is i mean and and but but the vision is not there you know the state vision the government's vision it's not there no it's, a, it's missing the equal access for sure right for sure well it's because they don't do it if they all if everybody off-roaded if everybody went to uh, you know dry camping if everybody went to the desert then I think we'd have a different tune, but but they don't. And when you don't, that's like saying, do you like squash? And you go, no, I don't like squash. Have you ever eaten squash? No, I would never eat squash. Really? I mean, that's as simplified as you can get. Yep. You know, they just don't like well, something. You just, know you don't like it. Yeah, they just don't like it because they just don't like it. Yeah. They have no. They don't put any any basis on it or any any factual. Yep, you got to try it. You got to do everything once. Hey, you I, at least I try ate it. a sea bass the other day, and I'm I so proud of you. You're proud of me. I was pretty proud of myself too. I mean, I ate quite a bit of it. It was really <laughs> tasty. I didn't, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't eat the skin though. I wasn't going to eat the skin. And you probably eat the skin. I, I love sea bass. You eat the freaking bones. I, I probably eat it. On. Yeah, and not me. But it was good. Well, it was either that or kush kush, or what was the other one? Oh, lamb. Mm. And I don't do, mint jelly. I, no, no, I don't know. Shoot, I couldn't understand half the stuff it was written, and it was in Encinitas. So I don't know. I, I wasn't going to do the lamb, even though so I just funny. watched a cooking segment where they were doing lamb, lamb shanks. And, mm, Slash X had some of the best barbecue ribs last night. It was so good. Slash X. We have to get them on and explain the name. Okay. Otherwise, I won't sleep. Because it, I mean, I got to go look at this place. I just can't imagine, you know. 
but it is. Well, it probably it's, it reminds me. It's a pretty me, awesome destination. It reminds out in me of the what's that movie uh, with uh, George Clooney and Thelma Hylek, and they were uh, zombies, Living Dead. Is it the Living Dead? Yeah, I actually was at that mm-hmm. set, you know, and yeah. So I'm imagining it looking like that. So we'll have to wait. So are you just sitting on the road until we're done? Then you're going back on the road. Yeah, yeah. I'm just parked. You mean that vintage? That vintage classic doesn't have Bluetooth. <laughs> it had the I, wind blowing that we could hear. In my Sprinter. Yeah, and you're. Yeah. Oh, you know, well, if you got a my old Sprinter, you must have it, Bluetooth. It's a wonderful, Dave, it's a wonderful van with the straight five engine. Oh, I know. Three miles per gallon. Yeah. Going going 70 down the highway i can stand up in it i can fit all kind of stuff in oh it. i know you, you got the right thing how was it how is it in the wind i've i found it not to be a problem it, I, it was moving around a little bit i had to pay attention yeah i yeah. took it off cruise control and slowed down to 60 <laughs> in the windy area okay well that's okay i was coming in in my honking 2500 uh chevy long wheelbase diesel and now I got to go put all the decals back on it because Audrey went by at about ninety. I mean, and her and all of her all of her decals were flapping in the wind. I'm thinking, dang, that girl's in a hurry. I only slid in sideways. Yeah, that's true. You did. All right, let's take a quick break. You're listening to S D O R C Dirt Radio, FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. not nice anyway well it was all right folks welcome back to s-d-o-r-c dirt radio fm 96.1 am 1170 the answer k&j termite pest control family owned and operated you want to keep your house clean they've been doing it for over 45 years well not k&j but the family and it is a family uh, family yeah, run business. I just found out Kelly and Justin. I just found out Justin. I thought they were just partners from being in the industry together. That's his son. I didn't know Justin was his son. So Kelly and Justin, termite and pest control out in East County. They're here for all That's your pest kind. control needs. Those are the advertisers we love. So yeah. if you ever get yourself into a situation where you're tired of all the bugs attacking you. Oh, talking about bugs attacking, we just had a subterranean termite swarm, and I walked out and it was like hundreds of subterranean termites. Did like, you? Oh, yeah. All yeah. coming to oh, visit you? Let me tell you, Justin was out there in a heartbeat, same week, Pssh. treated the treated the spot and took care of them for okay. me. So, yep, they're they're worthwhile, they're, they're, they're fees efficient. are low, they're efficient, they're on top of it, you just give them a call. And if you want to keep any of them little critters for hors d'oeuvres, you know, deep fry them, they'll do that for you too. 619 <laughs> Four four one chocolate seven three seven eight. See, I knew you were a bug eater. Four four one seven three seven eight. Yep, absolutely. They also donated all the kids' prizes for the uh, Lost Lizard raffle. Yeah, how cool all is the that? S'mores stuff and the Stomp Rockets. You ever play Stomp Rockets, Dave? Oh sure. Stomp on little thing and the rocket it, shoots out. Yep. And they hits were hit you right in the face. They were LED rockets, so you could mm-hmm. do it at night, and, and they, you could find and they them. Flow up like thirty feet or uh, in the air. They're super cool. I totally liked it. I, I, do, we used, my neighbor, we used to shoot each other from across the street. I'm sure you're gonna. You guys, you guys shouldn't do that. You're gonna make China nervous. Oh yeah, <laughs> ballistic incoming. Yeah, right. Four thousand <laughs> of them. 
with an M80 on the nose. <laughs> All right. So the lizard fun run is done. What's next? Um, next weekend, yeah. I have my committee meeting on Saturday at 12 o'clock at Boardmanville. Anybody who is interested in coming and helping us with the annual dunes cleanup. The annual dunes cleanup is January 15th, 2022, out in Imperial Sand Dunes. It doesn't matter what part of the dunes you like, whether it's Buttercup and you're over at the bridge and you're taking a swim in the in the canal, whether you're at Gordon's Wells um, or uh, Gecko mm-hmm. Road or Glamis Flats at Fender Row. All four locations and de- will have a station set up. Buttercup um, will move over to Gordon's for the lunch and the raffle. Gecko Road and it will have its own raffle. And then uh, Glamis Flats will have its own raffle. So next weekend I'm meeting with... Um, ASA, American Sand Association, hopefully Corva. Um, I've got Glamis Veterans, Glamis Black Bag Project, Daddy's Famous Foods, Boardmanville, Dune and Destroy, so Desert Whips, Gilman Off-Road. Um, they're all going to be there. Um, those of, uh, right now who have confirmed to help us. Um, usually the Imperial County Chamber of Commerce and Imperial Valley you know, they support their deserts. They support keeping it open. They want us to be able to have those places to go play. Um, for the last 10 years, uh, Charlotte Teeters has pulled a grant um, and worked with uh, Imperial Valley Bureau of Land Management to pull the permit. And unfortunately, she has fourth stage cancer. Mm. So um, I'm stepping up to the plate, you know, and it got brought to our attention that sure. uh, that the grant didn't get pulled. So they didn't have the money for the raffle. They don't have the money for the food. They don't have anything set up. And so when is I it? got the paperwork uh, submitted January 15th. Let's do, um, a, let's do a KUSI segment. Yes, definitely a KUSI segment. Mm-hmm. Um, Write that down, Ed. Yeah, we need a KUSI okay. segment for sure. My, I got it in my notes. There you go. <clears throat> yeah, um, and uh, we got to get out there and promote it. Um, this brings out, you know, usually 1,000 to 1,500 people come out for this event um, on all four corners of the dunes. We work our way through the dunes and do a, a, a decent cleanup. It's amazing to see some of the trash that comes out of there. Um, I need to call out. Um, I need to call out the Dooners because I'm really disappointed. I'm really upset at at the people who went out to the Dunes for Halloween weekend. Um, Halloween weekend at Oldsmobile, at Sunset Hill, and at Lizard Slide. Those are three party destinations, and all three of those party destinations were beyond trashed. Really, people stayed out, party till two or three in the morning, headed back to camp. And they left their trash. Wow. Oldsmobile, from the top of it to the bottom of it, was completely covered in trash. Like it was sad to see the amount of uh, water bottles and beer cans and and Gatorade bottles and just snack trash and really yes, um, little candy wrappers um, that I mean, hundreds of candy wrappers were left in the dunes. Wow. So I'm beyond upset at people you're going to go out there and you're going to play have some damn respect pick it up and take it with you yeah, take if a you, bag if you take took a it trash out, bag and yeah, just attach it to your vehicle put it in your damn pocket sit on it for all i care i don't whatever it takes for you to get it back to your camp and back home and to a trash site how hard is it how difficult is it you want us to lose I an agree, area Audrey. 10 years ago 10 years ago actually maybe even 15 years ago you know when you were at Comp Hill, when you were at Oldsmobile, when you were at Sunset Hill, those three areas, they shut them down every single weekend. The Bureau of Land Management shut them down because, because of the it. amount of people, the chaos. There was, you know, always a fatality that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, people just being dumb about it, um, riding with their lights off and stuff. So, and, and this year at Halloween at Oldsmobile and at Sunset Hill over by the Overlook, same thing that happened. All right, um, Ed, Ed take, take another note. Ed Stoven right, to, to write okay. to write an op-ed in SNS Off-Road Magazine. If, you know what makes me insane? People's easy-ups break, and they just leave them and out they just there. leave them. Okay, but you need to do an op-ed. They got them out to the desert. Why can't they get them home? I know. It yeah. makes me crazy. Yeah, so, well, it, it, it'll be in my next column. I think we'll, it would we'll be a good... About trash. And if anybody had any photos of, of all that stuff... I've got photos. I had a few people send them to me. See, that would I, be huge. I, I, I want to go on Facebook and I want to go on Instagram and I kind of want to just bash people. Like, I, I want to call them out. I'm so disappointed right now. I'm so hurt. You know, I love these dunes. I love going out there and seeing the fresh sand and clean sand. Yeah. And, and, it's you like know. looking at the ocean. Oh, it's so Okay, beautiful. the title of the article is for everybody buy a for sale sign because your off-road vehicle is no longer allowed at the desert. Start the title like that, big, bold letters. People will start reading it and saying, and then just basically tell them, look, if this you keep this up, you might as well just sell all your toys. Yeah. Because there's no way the government is going to let you come out and do what you're doing. Yeah. So it's totally up to you. We're, we don't care, mm-hmm. you know. But just if it happens, just know if you remember dropping that water bottle or throwing that cigar wrapper you know, maybe you think it's incidental, but thousands and thousands of them, and that's how I would title, title the article in big bold letters. Yeah, it was it was really devastating. In fact, to see some I would even do from... a KUSI segment on that while it's hot because Christmas is still coming. Thanksgiving is this weekend. Thanksgiving this is a well, huge weekend out there. But you know what and, I'm saying? And just say, yeah. oh, by the way, folks, uh, just letting you know that you might as well start putting for sale signs on all your toys. Yeah, yeah. Because and I'm not being. Yeah, I'm not joking. I'm serious because all they need is an excuse. Yep. Well, being we just put on our event last weekend, the Lost Lizard, and you know, being that we're friends with the Bureau of Land Management, we're friends with the agency and the and the people that we work with because you know they know how active we are in it. They know how much we care, and 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 so having that relationship, you know, being able to call him and and talk to him about it, and he's and and hearing that, yeah, we're we're close to them wanting to shut down those areas sure. at night and and they literally will and if they want to shut in, them at night they can shut them during the day too yeah oh yeah 100 percent. it if doesn't mean you're to, only dropping trash at yep. night you're dropping it during the day as well yep if i'm just saying yeah. put your for sale signs out yeah uh-huh. and see what kind of money you get when there's no place to go yeah it's time for people to step up for sure Man. step up speak up pick it up Pack it in, pack it out. If you see it, don't leave it. But see, you need to strike while the iron's hot. Yes. I mean, maybe you even should do an op-ed in in the S&S. Yeah, yeah. I can can submit the pictures and stuff. We'll come to KUSI. We'll tie you to the front of a Jeep. We'll turn (laughs) the microphone on, and everybody will run. And then then, then you can just say whatever you want for four minutes. You don't. don't, I can get a lot said in four minutes. Why do you think I said we'll tie you to the front of a Jeep? Yep. And then, and then we'll all go inside, have coffee, and watch you. <laughs> so it looks like we're locking in November 5th for next year's Lost Lizard Fun oh, Run. okay. That's good. So kind of excited about that. I, we've been working on that. Um, yes. We sort of compete with the motorcycle racers who like the first Saturday. Yeah. Um, but we were up against the uh, 
the Veterans Weekend, the, the flag ceremony in the dunes. Oh, yeah, and I yeah, think yeah, we brought yeah. a lot of participants out yeah. to that. All right. Hey, by the way, only because I'm an old service manager and it's been driving me crazy, what was wrong with your bike? Did you find out? Still there. Still there? Sure. Yeah, they can't figure it out. Don't you hate that? It's intermittent. Uh, all right, folks. That's Yak Radio with Dave Stahl. I know it's not. SDRC Dirt Radio. With Audrey and Ed on FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. Thanks for joining us for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl the program that is working to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. To learn more about SDORC and how you can get involved, visit SDORC.org. That's SDORC.org. Join us next week at this same time for more of the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles while protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. This has been San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio on The Answer San Diego. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.